When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Final contest of the day here on The Price is Right. Nicole Slapner! Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 Got a text that said, uh, John, I was always confused as a kid watching the show Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks, legendary Tom Hanks, Peter Scolari, two guys, couldn't find an apartment in the great city of New York, so the only place they could live was an apartment building for only women, and they had to dress like women to do it. And what that show taught me was, chicks are dumb. Because <laughs> those guys were not fooling anybody. Pretty obvious. Was it uh, Hildy and uh, Buffy and Kip and I can't remember his uh, other name, but it was it was terrible. Like they could not have been less or more obvious that they were men. And Donna Dixon on that show. Oh, oh my man. god, she's solid. Dan Aykroyd's wife. Figure that out. Yeah, that show taught me. they meet me. on Spies Like Us? Or yes, what was I think that was. Yeah, Ghostbusters money. She don't care. Yeah, she didn't care. <laughs> but Bosom Buddies was, you know, mind-blowingly confusing for a kid. Uh, and by the way, the law in Florida has been changed by the Will Smith Foundation to uh, leave the gay out your effing mouth. I think that's what the new bill is called <laughs> down there. Great email right here from a, from a parent. So, John, what is this world coming to talking about the... Uh, gay bill thing in Florida. Teaching little children about sexuality, about the gay, it disgusts me. I can't understand this kind of evil. Sexuality needs to be taught by parents. I'm the father of a child, and I will always teach them that sex is between one consenting adult and her mother. In Christ's name, uh, Nate, Nate Sutherland. That's exactly <laughs> right, Nate. And as a parent, you've really picked up on something here. That it's your call, man. That's how that works. I don't understand what that. It's all broken. Everything's broken. But I do know all this "don't say gay" thing. Tom Brenneman could have used that a few years ago. <laughs> Boy, could I <laughs> tell you what? The old "don't say" f- on the air bill should have been something I was paying attention to. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. <laughs> Poor Tom. But also, 
What would you rather have? Hilarious infamy or a good career no one will remember? Now, he went through hell. No question about it. He but, did. And, uh, I mean, but he came out smelling like a rose, at least so far. He's still calling high school basketball, which has got to crush him deep down inside. But his podcast is a thing. He's found his way back on his feet. Evidently, he's comfortable. He and Nate go to church every weekend. He's found the Lord again. Yep. He's got his, he's got his crutches or whatever you want to call them. He's got and his And he's comfort accepted what, whatever happens Had will to. happen. He's living in radical acceptance. He has, yep. he has crawled through the Andy Dufresne tube, and he's trying to find his way back to normal. But what would you rather have? Hilarious infamy or a career that is forgettable? That's a tough one. Parts me in like leaning towards the career that's forgettable. But I thought you'd like, go for infamy, the yeah, hilarious, hilarious part, infamy. Yeah. Brady was always known. Now, it was a little bit goofy at first, but now you're an internet meme. Like, because now I think Will Smith is known. He's good. The, the cuck thing is, <laughs> it is wildfire. So he's now hilariously infamous on top of being pretty famous. But let's be honest 30 years from now, nobody's going to care about King Richard. Uh, at all. It won an award, but 30 years from now, people are like, who are Venus and Serena Williams? Like, for the most part, you're going to have to explain to two generations from now. It's more of a common uh, cultural thing to talk about the Williams sisters rise from Compton to greatness uh, today because we're familiar with them. They're still relevant. 50, 60 years from now, nobody's going to want to watch that movie and say, wow, that's a classic. So that's forgettable. Anything else he's been in, I'm not so sure is is forever famous. Is it? Like I mean, Will really, Smith, everybody just goes a Fresh Prince. I mean, right, on reruns, like on Nick at Night right. and stuff like that. That's probably, probably the thing be. that keeps popping up yeah. the most. But I don't think Will Smith is forever famous. No, he's, I mean, he's Men forgettable. in Black. Men in really Black is Ali. okay. Yeah. Ali was good, but it's Ali, so Will Smith won't be the one remembered for that. It's the And it's not a good movie if you go back and watch. Yeah. Wild Wild West. That's what it'll be remembered <laughs> for is his failures and his cuckoldry <laughs> thanks internet hey, what else was he i doing? think he belongs to the internet now and i think i like that phrase the most because it makes you wonder hilarious infamy or career that will you know jimmy stewart style stuff do you think we'll look at that will smith and chris rock thing as hilarious uh i, I think, don't think i think what happened I, starting I don't look at it that way that part's not yeah everything after has been the actual action yeah. isn't but the action's stupid, but the aftermath. Is, everything about my, my phone yesterday was funny. I didn't have a moment yesterday where my phone didn't ding and I wasn't laughing. I know. I, I got thousands of different, and some weren't you know out of the yard, but some were hilarious. The Practical Jokers one was funny where they're, you know, he goes up and he goes, okay, now hit Chris Rock, and then they're just busting up <laughs> laughing. Uh, it's just, I think hilarious infamy has a place in this society that's okay because there's so many people. So many people are going to get canceled for something stupid, and then we won't remember why they were canceled. We'll just remember the deep drive by Castellanos. I have a shirt, but I don't know. You know, I that. mean, you think like crying Jordan, hilarious the run that that had. But he's but he is legendary forever. I don't think that happens anymore. I think there's just too much information that always sure and but whenever referenced, uh, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. His leg, his legacy is not the crying Jordan. No, Will Smith's legacy, at least for now, is going to be internet jokes. He's the guy remembered now for smacking a guy on the Oscars, above and beyond anything else. And then I'm going to remember, uh, you know, 
because Hancock I is still going to that, that was so funny yesterday because the detail in Hancock is the poster and him in those reflective glasses seeing his wife with that guy that, that his son's friend that she was banging is hilarious because you don't like him anymore like you want him to he's kinda, 29 by the way is he 29 now yeah, okay and his son's like 26 or 25 maybe yeah. a little younger yeah but he was he 29 at the time this was years ago yeah, so he was. Uh, it was a couple years ago. Yeah, so it was a while ago. Four. Yeah. So there you go. Good on you. <laughs> and they made jokes. I didn't know this because I missed the beginning of the Oscars. They were making jokes about those two uh, when uh, Regina was. It, I don't remember who it was. Regina was, King was she on there talking about I'm single and I want guys to come up here right now? And she brought up uh, you know a Bradley Cooper and single guys in the audience. And she yeah. goes, Will, why don't you come up? Jada won't mind. <laughs> and that's a funny joke at their expense because they're so open. So, did Jada laugh with it? Oh, of course. It's, but you know, knock her out. But what would Brady? Infamy for hilarious uh, misdoings or a career that everyone forgets and you're just buried and forgotten. Would you rather be remembered or forgotten? I wouldn't want to be remembered in that context. I guess hilarious. if I did something, uh, you know, that's a hilarious. Uh, when you look at it, mistake. Yeah. Like I wonder if, uh, for example, like Tom, will ever look at that and look. Okay, that was, you know, it would make you more upset and like, man, that wasn't even supposed to be on the air. Right. You know, whereas, which is the problem. Right. But yeah. But Tom, you just kind of want to forget about it. But all of a sudden, that thing comes back can't. up and around. So you'll forever be known when Tom Burnham's name is mentioned. He's the guy. That's what we said. He'll always be the homo f word announcer. Always. And anytime a home run call happens, he won't. In the next two years, and maybe he still has a shot, and Castellanos is still playing. That's the problem. There's your problem, is that the internet has now owns Tom Brenneman, and if he ever got to call another baseball game again, God forbid a kid named Castellanos is at the plate. Because there is no possible way. Brett and I are watching a ball game, Tom Brenneman's triumphant return, and here comes Dave Castellanos. I who I hope this kid does not hit a home run. <laughs> Cause he'd know. It's that moment where you're like, I know, I know your thing. We know we know the we know your Achilles. It's visible. We attack your Achilles. We're not we're gonna leave it alone, but sometimes fate will step in and go, All right. And then that kid, there's a deep drive by this particular Castellanos, <laughs> and I'm done talking about that one. And that's how I think. I think he would have fun with it. I he would have to. Yeah, because he's infamous. knowing him. I know and how we react on stuff. He's hilarious. Back in the day. Infamous. I want to talk to Tom and say, let's say next game you get to call and pinch hitting. Oh no, Nick Castellanos. Here we go. We got a Ryan Castellanos in uh, in single A ball <laughs> Here right now. Here he comes. Yep. Here he comes. See what else we get. I hope that better. kid gets hit by a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he in that squall yesterday? I think that's great. But I think I'd rather be hilarious infamous. You can get past it. You know, Tom's over it. Time's healed. But the internet owns him. And everything that happens that's embarrassing, sports fans will tag on deep drive by Castellanos, which I think is hilarious. And I, I think I'd rather be known for that. That's his, that's his home run call. That's his Giants win the pennant. That's what I wonder how, you know, that's asking. Put him on the board, yes. That's his, yeah, that's his. Put him on the board, yes. Cubs fan, Bud Man. Deep drive by Castellanos. I, if, in fact, if I was a sports announcer, if I got the job as the Diamondbacks play-by-play guy, every home run would be, 
And there's another deep drive by Castellanos. I don't care who the batter is. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And that'll be a home run. You say that, I'm just wondering, like, ask a guy like Steve Bartman that question. Well, that's inf- that's not hilarious infamy. No, that is not hilarious. That is painful, damaging, awful infamy. There's a difference. It's not funny. Like, that dude's life was destroyed, and he didn't yeah, ask for it. He so was not a public saying, the figure. Will Smith thing is it's hilarious to Marlon's right. right. Here's the thing, though. He's not a public figure. He wasn't asking for any sort of notoriety at all. And when notoriety hits you, and you're like, I didn't want this, then of course, it's never funny. But when you're out there and so you're that, an announcer, that'll answer the question more. When you're, you're assuming you're, you're a public, public figure, in the public, if you're a public figure like a Will Smith, like a yeah. Brenneman, is that why you want how you want to be remembered? And most of it's not how, show? but you do want to be remembered. You do that job, so you had like Tom Brenneman was looking for his moment of a career. He was looking for his. You know, Bobby Thompson home run. He was looking for his Giants win the pennant call. He, I, I guarantee you, in big games, this is it. Jim Nance writes down what he's going to say at the end of every Masters before it starts. It picks like seven or eight guys who can win, and then he, start, and then he starts to manipulate it on the Saturday, realizing here are my guys that I get to pick from, and writes a thing that is hopefully forever remembered. And when Tiger wins, he had one Things that he was like, and that will forever be synonymous with how Tiger Woods won the Masters or how Phil Mickelson won the Masters. You know, the Watson again is reigned supreme, and this time it's Bubba. Is one of those? It's like he that's Bubba Watson's call. Personalized it. Yeah, he's. They're all looking for that. Every broadcaster is dying for the moment. Steve Bartman wanted a hot dog and a good game. And and the world found him. Can you him. imagine the memes that would come out? Um- you know, if it was this time, or right in the current time with right. Marv Albert and that whole thing. Oh, and he's starting to bite women? Yeah. No, he'd be done. This one. Well, I, actually, there could have been You can't more. eat ladies in the hotel rooms and have them get mad at you back in the early 90s and expect that to be different today. It would have been 10 times worse. Anybody you go to the courtroom with and Pat say- Pat O'Brien. Well, that was just dirty. I didn't know what Pat O'Brien was- You're talking about a legacy. I mean, it was just the hilarious. phone calls, but it's hilarious. Hilarious. I don't think he's like, that's what I want to be remembered for. I don't think he cares. I think at a certain point, it's like, ah, you have to get to that point. But Pat O'Brien, that was, I don't know that he did anything that bad other than get real drunk and harass a girl on the phone, leaving messages we all got to hear. The Hoff battled back. Hoff was just drunk. So it was a, people are okay with that because they're like, he can get better. Rod Gibson. Mel? Yeah. Never really, but was his thing hilarious? Well, to you. The <laughs> report when he's talking to the uh, female that, police officer. Or? Yeah. And that's a, that's a double-edger because he's, he's legendary for two things now and, f- and infamous for bad. Yeah. He's famous and infamous. That's a tough one. Mel Gibson's an interesting one because his comeback will never be accepted. I mean, he's made appearances because he's made he movies. Daddy's, he's made a couple of good uh, ones. Yeah. He's made a couple of decent movies. Yeah. And, uh, 
Interesting. That's an interesting one. But that's that's I I don't I think infamy and hilarious infamy are hilarious are like different. Like they're <laughs> like definition bit, of what hilarious hilarious is. Brenneman's yeah. Brenneman's is harmless to everyone. Nobody's really mad at Tom anymore for what he said. Uh, he he's paid his dues. I think he's been punished. He yeah. lost. He lost his yeah. jobs. He's you know he's got to build himself back up. And to his credit, he's done it. But the the home run call, which was just so awkward, living on. It's funny. Doing what he can. And Tom Brenneman is to. memorable now. And I'll never, I'll never outrun it. And he won't. How about you? I'd love you? to be hilariously infamous. Yeah. People always That's be right. like, oh, that dude. Do you remember what he did there? That thing at the end that was so funny, but he got kicked off. <laughs> like nobody had ever talked to him again, but it was hilarious. Like if I have something that people repeat, and I become like a poster child for that, but it's embarrassing to me. For the time being, and then later, I'm like, man, I'd be running around like it was a catchphrase. If I was Tom Brenneman, I'd be on every show going, deep dive by Castellanos. I'd be doing it all day. Are you making light of the situation? I have to. You bastards took everything from me. Or I'd just go hide. That's the I, that's what I don't understand. I'd pull it. Like, John Gruden keeps suing and all that. He's like, all that trouble he's in, and he's probably right to he's do gonna it. He's going to get paid. He should. He should. He should, because yes. that investigation that wasn't aimed at him, he lost everything. They're just trying to figure out the, the number, the yeah, negotiation right now. It. But if I was him, I'd be like, just hide. You got all the money in the world, just leave. Speaking of all the money in the world, all the coffee in the world could be yours. Uh, yes. Brett's heading out there. Uh, grand opening of Dunkin' Donuts. It's their 100th store. God, I thought I had a lot, a lot more than those. Like just in Phoenix, right? I think Dunkin' Donuts just opened. Nine, they got 99. I can think of four. Uh, the 100th store, the first 100 people in line will get a free coffee for a year. Well, it says we'll get free coffee for a year booklets. Oh, okay, I'll give you like a book. At yeah, that, the coupons at or that Dunkin' restaurant. So that's going to be people in the area. That's great. Uh, it's next-gen Dunkin', designed to serve guests how they would uh, interact. It's going to be, you're going to the future of Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. Today. They're doing, evidently it's hovering just above like a Jetsons restaurant. <laughs> next-gen Dunkin' includes a drive through lane. Ooh, that is next gen. Beverage bar tap system for nitro and cold brewed coffee, in store charging stations. The Wi Fi doesn't cost you a penny. You can hang out at the Dunkin' Donuts all day if you want. Kyrene and Guadalupe, first 100 people in line. And get there now. First 100 people in line get themselves a free coffee thing for a year from that very Dunkin' Donuts. And congratulations. Brett's going to go out there and get a cup shake of coffee, a 10 pound bag of munchkins. You'll be good to go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Brady's going to load you up. What would you rather, Brady? Uh, hilarious infamy that you die eating yeah. a 10 pound bag of munchkins. You're starting to turn me on that a like, little bit. <laughs> that's hilarious infamy to me. Yeah. Like, like if you, being you, died gorging on munchkins. And, we all, and I had to go on the air like the next day and tell the tale of, my, hey, my buddy Brady is, uh, we're sad here today and he's passed away. And he found himself buried in a bag of munchkins and he tried to eat his way out of it and he choked to death on munchkins <laughs> mama Cass, hilarious infamy it wasn't a chicken sandwich but hilarious but that, infamy yeah well the story. a ham sandwich <laughs> or ham it was, it was laying next to her that's the yeah. problem so everybody's <laughs> like well, all right fat lady <laughs> with half sandwich. a sandwich and she's choking no come on that's great i stuff. know it's a hilarious story but you don't want to die gorging oh no i wouldn't mind it as long as you say at the end Kids don't do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it. no. Kids do that. Why? You're, why would I all of a sudden tell people not to gorge? You're them? right. 
If I have to be the one that tells a kid not to gorge on a bag of munchkins, I, he's already going to do it. If you if I have to talk you out of a ten pound bag of munchkins, you're going to do that whether no matter what I. You say. ain't stopping. You ain't stopping that kid. He is a mountain of forward momentum. I had I tried to stop him, but he wanted a ten pound bag of munchkins. That kid was going to get it. If Brett died, like face down in a thing of pasta, oh dreams. I thought I, I literally come I thought I was going to witness Brett's death. It, I, I, that that slot machine, uh, you could just sense that, the pain when that G left. Oh, when that was oh, going, man. when the money was going in, it was it was just like I was like like I had his family a hostage with guns to their head, and I was making him eat a bag of uh, like ragu. Like oh. yeah, I was just got to eat this, or your parents go. This is it? This is all going to happen? And then. He was heading to the every push of that button. Home Depot, getting some mixed concrete. Was that it? Was that Mush Katero? <laughs> he did mush us. But yeah, I would like hilarious infamy. I haven't figured out how quite yet, but I don't know what my infamy would be. I'm leaving. All right, get out. Hey, I got to think of that. Good luck. Hopefully, something happens. Where, like Brett gets run over by a Chef Boyardee truck. Oh, hilarious. No. Like, we don't want to see him die, but if he's going to die, that's the way I want him to go. That would be great. Toledo uh, dies at a father-son potato sack race. <laughs> Choking on a breadstick at Olive Garden. <laughs> Brett. So the crime yeah. scene for bread is the ragu truck in yeah. the background? Oh, yeah. It's on its side. <laughs> yeah. And there's just ragu everywhere. And Brett's, and a Harley. Brett tried to crawl out of it, but his body was so the broken covered. up that he drowned in it on top of it. He had to suck in all that ragu. <laughs> With his broken hips. I will come back and haunt all of your asses if that happens. <laughs> and I will all laugh. You. I will the laugh. ragu ghost. I will laugh at your goose. Your goose, I'll call him. The ragoost. The big ragoost the big is ragu- back. Hey, the big ragoost <laughs> is back. All right, all right. I'm trying to be scary. Good, 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 good. All the ghost does is come back and say racial slurs in my voice. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. If he, if he, if Brett died in a ragu factory fire. And I had to report that. I, would, I, I couldn't keep a straight face even if it was like five minutes after. If Brett dies today in a Chef Boyardee accident, I will laugh as I deliver the news. <laughs> Brett's going to laugh going down. Yeah. yeah, Brett will be like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Deep drive by Castellanos. He was hit by a can of raviolis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody chucks a can of Chef Boyardee at him and, and, and heads him. I would even let it be like one of those things where we get a wheel bread around. He survives it. But, like, how did this happen? <laughs> You're not going to believe it. Let me tell so it. So let, let, let me tell it this time. So some guy got mad and threw a can of Chef Boyardee and hit Brett in the head and split his skull in half. Now he can't talk. Now he's Hector Salamanca. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. One for like, yes, no sounds for no. <laughs> what were you saying for Toledo? A potato, a father-son potato sack. Uh, it would Race. be a, a trampling. He's just or walking in the park. No, no, no. He's just walking in the park and joining an ice cream. Not by my dad. Yeah, and then <laughs> I thought you may be hit no. by your dad when they're going to meet. No, that would just be sad because that would be their only he meeting. Had one of those with the oh, bus. Right, the well, bus. at least he finally met his dad. <laughs> Father. But Toledo's in the park and he's got his earbuds in and he can't hear. And a uh, <laughs> a wild avalanche of father some potato sack race that just gets out of control tramples him to death. <laughs> He was killed at a father-son picnic because the story would be hilarious that he was uh, in the general vicinity of a father-son. It's just like, oh, I want to be – I'm so close to these things. I can't be part of them. (laughs) I think that's great stuff. And I would laugh telling the story. If you're dying in the munchkin bag, come on. You're laughing now. It's your own death. 
Hilarious infamy is almost better. Almost better. There's been a few good ones. Yours was almost a Tex AZ grill. Choking to death at Tex AZ grill is a funny end for me. Does Michael Hutchins qualify for that? Hilarious infamy. <laughs> if we talked about it yesterday, but if by chance Richard Gere dies, oh. has a heart attack in a PetSmart by the rodents. <laughs> Just near them, just in the general vicinity, just adjacent to gerbils. People be like, hilarious infamy. Like, that's where, that's how we that remember cri- that. Again, that's the it. crime scene photo. Hilarious. Gerbils. Well, it wouldn't be a crime scene. just had a heart attack going on, but it'd just be, <laughs> well, it you know be. what I'm saying. <laughs> Them peeling your body up and all the potato sack marks. and We didn't see them. Brady's just covered in the cinnamon dust of munchkins. <laughs> hilarious. I actually hope those happen. Funny dying is better than tragic dying. Like Brady getting stabbed to death at the Circle K is not going to be like, Jesus, that's terrible. But hilarious if you're fighting a guy over a 10-pound bag of munchkins that you both agreed were yours, and you die from it. You can't die. You don't know what mine would be. Just jerking off. That's always in the running. Yeah. Just joking. Or breaking my back trying to ball up one last time. <laughs> and you find me. Pop in. your hip out. <laughs> oh, my hips blow hips. out because I'm trying to get it in there bing, one bing. more time. I can do it. I'm limber enough. It's going in. And I die. That would be a riot. Find me all balled up with my anus pointed at the ceiling fan. And it's just dangling over my face. Barely. Uh, you know, like maybe an inch or two shy of the desired result. Yeah, I think I like that. But Will Smith and somebody just sent it again. Hancock. Hancock is the best poster I've ever seen. They walk in, they find you upside down. Joel Osteen's on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Osteen. Butt plug on the yeah. floor. Uh, this guy says, John, you dying in a public restroom while pooping away from home because you couldn't hold it anymore and you hadn't wiped yet is your nightmare. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. It's great stuff. Anyway. Local artists. I die at a local artist farm. Like a <laughs> the Tempe where, Art Fair. The Art Fair. I'm I'm lost, and they something happens, and I'm dead at the local art farm place. The farmers market of crap. What are you going to do anyway? Get on out there, and before Brett gets killed by that Chef Boyardee truck, and if you drive a Chef Boyardee truck, uh, could you fire it on over there by Guadalupe and Kyrene this morning? See, maybe you could just run Brett over real quick and make our dreams come true. Uh, yeah, 100, 100 people getting free coffee is a pretty good deal. I'm not a coffee guy, but that's a deal I think that's uh, – passing that up would be tough. Brett's going to have Allison Chains tickets today out there and U-Fest tickets as well, which is creeping up on us uh, right around the corner here. Uh, bandanas, T-shirts, and more. Uh, head on out there. Kyrene and Guadalupe, and congratulations to Dunkin' Donuts. They're getting part of the show this morning. Uh, we'll talk to Bert in a little while about all that. i got to do taxes today, so I'm not focused. At all. Supposed to do my worried about ah, nothing. It just always makes me nervous. Yeah. Done. I owe. Are, are you owe-er? You're an yeah. O-ski? I don't really mind not if I owe. Bad, I'm going to be but... fine on the O, not O. Yeah. But uh, I just don't like it. It's too much Too much of somebody else knowing my business. Right. And my guy, Steve, has been great for over 20 years, but I just don't like handing people my W-2s. I, I will I, never I totally be a agree. person who's comfortable Every with Every time like, we've refinanced the house, I've, I, I, like, I hate it. I hate that. 
Here's how much I make. Here's the other stuff. Not only that, for the last five years. For oh, like yeah, a well, refi and oh, stuff for, like that. Yeah. Refis are brutal. You have to go five years back? Uh, maybe not on the, the last one we did. <laughs> Mine's just a couple paychecks. <laughs> Here you go. I got this. <laughs> five years. I wouldn't do it. Like, I can't go back that far. They're going to wonder. I don't all have my, them. They have to look and go, Where's it? what's he doing? I, I always think they're judging me. Like, huh. Totally. What are you doing with your money? How do you explain this money? Settle it down. These are your investments? <laughs> yeah, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. Cows in Texas? What's wrong <laughs> we'll with We'll <you>? see. <laughs> yeah. What's this one? I'm dabbling in crypto. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> it's on the rebound. And I know Stephen will say that, too. I'm like, I took 5000 out of crypto uh, on this. Why would you do that? Well, I took a ton out before. Why would you do that? I'm like, I know. You're right. I, it's a, I get punished on tax day. I get told all the stupid stuff like that. Really? That's what you're doing with it? Yes. So later in the year, is that what you think about with Steven? Like when you're moving your crypto? Eh, Steven's uh, gonna well, I don't touch it, but I did like take some out with the big – with the rise last right. year. So I had a big pop. I'm like, this is a good idea. Yeah, so did I. And then uh, – I had to report that. Well, you got to report it, yeah. yeah. Did oh, you have well, to report your amount? Yeah. $300? I didn't think they would have to report that. Made a couple grand. What? I kept that quiet. <laughs> a couple grand. They can't. They send you forms. You can't Please. keep it quiet. Who sends you forms? I didn't get the any forms. Coinbase does. They don't send it's you right forms. It's right on the app. It's on the app. You have to look at that. That's not <laughs> so sending. You don't, so you don't, you don't look, it never got there. <laughs> I just reported it. Yeah, yeah I didn't, you don't I have mean, to look at the app. If you if you open the page, then everybody they knows you open it. They file it. I didn't see it. <laughs> if you go searching out that stuff, sure. But there's evidence on my phone that I've never opened that page. Yeah, they got a jibe with that. Yeah, jibe schmibe. If I didn't get it, it's their fault. <laughs> but I'll report it because it's scary. I've been part of audits before, and it's like a – again, they asked me about things that I don't own. You have a painting company in Wyoming? No. Are they still asking you about that? Every year I have to deal with that until they f- figure it out because that God. person still files under – uh, social security number. So they've stolen social security number, and this this idiot runs a company on my social security number. He only makes like twenty seven or thirty thousand. So a year. he's legit under your somehow or another. Well, nobody questions. Like if right, you hired no, a painter, you would be like, "Let me see your yeah. your credentials." He's a painting company. Yeah. We assume he's all right. He's got my, and he also runs a, a and it's a legitimate business. We've looked it up online. Uh, I don't know that the events business he's running is still up because that thing i i have the financials and it wasn't doing Wedding, very well weddings in wyoming it was weddings and uh <laughs> and, and and then he had that thing in georgia and i don't know why it was wyoming and georgia but he used my number for both and uh i had a i had a painting company it was doing fairly well and then this events uh he's got to be using the because usually on the if he find under a business i have no you idea get an ein number right well, so your and they're your LLC is a different thing. Brady, what he's doing is using my social security number. Yeah, so and he's all the money's going through that. The, yep. So then I have to I have to write a letter every year mm-hmm. that says I don't own that, and that's all the IRS wants. Write a letter that says it's not yours. Still don't own it. Okay, I'm going to write a bunch of. I don't own the New Orleans Saints. I don't own a whole bunch of stuff. Majority of things on the planet I do not own. What if you're Let's hanging on there. at the end? You're at your public restroom and things are happening, and <laughs> you decide to kind of come clean. This has been mine the whole time. <laughs> yeah, just the one the one year with the IRS. <laughs> oh, <you know>. really? <laughs> you don't file that. I kind of been <laughs> f- with you guys. <laughs> I thought it would be hilarious. It's, so long. I'll be honest. I'm this snowball got huge fast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could run a, a ghost thing with my in own Wyoming, social security Wyoming, number and then tell right you guys market. it's not mine. When I found out that the requirements are write us a, a handwritten letter that says you don't own it, I'm like, I, I got that. I'm going to start 
claiming that uh, I, I'm, I'm half owner of Facebook then. <laughs> but yeah, this guy runs this company on my social security number. And the guy, Brad, my uh, tax IRS guy that at first I was afraid of. And then he's local. And he's like, I'll listen to the show. I'm like, cool. And then we started talking. And then he'd get back into IRS guy mode and scare me. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So he's like, I don't understand how this is going either. They, they're so bogged down with paperwork, it's ridiculous. But I got to write letters every year saying I don't own the blah, 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 and antler uh, party and uh, event planning company in Casper, Wyoming. Well, well, if your guy Brad's listening, I'd appreciate my return from last year. Yeah, they're bogged down a little bit, Brady. You make a couple calls to your guy. Get off my ass. I got enough problems. I've got shadow businesses I'm trying to trying to fake them out with. <laughs> So this year you made twenty seven thousand three hundred dollars last year on your painting company. No, nope, not happening. We got to claim that. No, we don't have to claim that. I got to write a letter that says that's not mine. All right, enough of that. And here's your business from Hubbard Broadcasting. No, nope, I don't work there. It <laughs> Wait, says what? you made quite a lot there. Yeah, well, I'll write a letter and say I don't. All right. So you made zero dollars last year. Yeah, I should probably get something in return. Some sort of government kick in. Yeah, that's all it was. I was surprised. I thought I'd have to go through a, a lot of legal stuff and everything. No, just write a letter in your own handwriting. I'm like, how are you going to know that? We've never even met. Right. You don't even never know what my face looks like. We're the IRS. We know exactly what you look like. Look out your window. That's me. <laughs> Damn it. That's not your reflection. That's me staring through a hologram. But yeah, so figure that out. So that's what I – and my tax guy doesn't have anything to do with that. i got to wait three months after I file to get the letters that say you didn't, you didn't do your – Painting company, you owe us money. I'm like, uh, uh. and then they're like, we got to look. No, at we don't. Every year, and then I get. But the good news is now I get to call the guy and go. That painting thing's the thing again. He's all right. Check it out. And usually they just bonk it with a fresh letter and a new date. Can we just like change the date from last year? Because I still I haven't gone into business with this guy yet. So, so wait a minute, John. Doesn't it sound like if this business is in your name and your number that uh, it's time for a liquidation sale? <laughs> well, I've thought about it. I just don't I don't know who to contact. <laughs> right. Hey, can I talk to the guy that, that stole that, my ID? An auction company. For some reason, this dude, and I've made calls to the company, just doesn't want to speak with me. <laughs> what? I can't get him on the horn, you see. Hey, you got a yeah. big contract. Hi, I am uh, the guy I whose social, paint se- job. Your social security number you've been using for your company. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. Yeah, some reason. Uh, I'm like they want me to pay your taxes. And by the way, you are running a terrible business because every year you you only make about twenty seven thousand. I don't know how you're keeping this thing afloat. <laughs> That's all he's claiming. Anyway, I'll just give him Eric's uh, social security number. <laughs> Work it that way. It isn't fun, though, but that's my day today, and i got to go home and make sure all my papers are in order. And I go there, and I put my stuff on the thing, and Steven starts shaking his head right away. Still organized, I see. I'm like, look, I don't know anything about this. I know about six papers I have to bring you, and then you usually throw me a curveball or two. And he laughs, and he's like, here we go. And every year is easy, but I'm pretty basic with it. I just hate it. I hate it. I saw trips taxes a couple years ago. I'm going to his thing, and I'm like, what are you doing here? Trying to get like a phone book started or what is that? And he's like, oh, my taxes. Like that is a Manhattan phone book. Yeah, I've got a lot of assets. Well, the city I own over (laughs) there. I've got this painting company in Wyoming I've been running. (laughs) It's not doing as well as I'd like, but there's a lot of paperwork with it. You know, to keep the scam alive. (laughs) Sorry about that. Let me see the guy. Sucker. John Hollenberg. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, tax day sucks. Anyway, what are you going to do? What's on the big board of musical treats for you? We have a uh, we have a printout. Oh, courtesy of our them. buddies at uh, Action Ride Shop. Check them out on Gilbert and Southern in Mesa. It's and snowing in the high country right what? now. Yeah, well, it's snowing like crazy up in Flag, so you're going to get some more skiing and snowboarding in before this is all over. And imagine how amazing it's going to be next week when you get your uh, snowboard and anything else. You want to rent it, you got it there. You can just go buy it or get it ready and all your equipment and then head up to 85 degree a day down here will be like 55 up there. You're going to get a sunburn in that snow. It's the best skiing ever. You're going to see the girls in their bikinis and their snow pants. Yes. It's the perfect time of year. To go uh, skiing after a snowstorm like this because They'll it's going to be hot. They'll have all their gear of, out and oh. everything. A couple of sales get, on stuff. They're getting pounded today. And I yeah, did, good prices because yeah. it was the end of the season. I had to take Lisa's bike in there on Friday, actually. There you go. Popped what you do to a, it? Popped it on a thorn or something. So I had to get one of those oh. thorn proof tubes. Yeah, thorn proof. Yeah, those are. So. Uh, all right. So we've got uh, Judas Priest, Hellbent for Leather, Deftone <laughs> Ceremony for Ronnie's birthday, Parkway Drive, The Void. Devil Driver, Helmet, uh, Prodigy again. Still. Uh, Slaughter to Prevail, Electric Six, the gay bar. <laughs> or the Don't Say Gay Bill. Uh, Steel Panther, Pat, Fat Girl. Oh, yeah. For Cleopatra, Chromeo. God, Chromeo's uh, And then the second page is just all the extras. For the Twink Talk. For so I don't, I don't know which one that, that goes with. Hellbent for Leather. Who's Ronnie? Be. Yeah. That's what he says. I don't know. Ronnie's birthday. I was just looking at the celebrities. It's not my Ronnie. wife, Ronnie. Well, no, that's two that's months it. away. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Perry Farrell, 63 today. Jane's addiction. <laughs> we could do a little James. Is there a Ronnie in the Deftones? I mm-hmm. He could go against uh, Terry Jack's Seasons in the Sun. It's his birthday, too. He's 78. <laughs> play Seasons in the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Scott Haynes has the, the most ironic, hilarious death for Toledo ever. <laughs> Toledo falls from a window to his death, and his father writes a number one song called Tears of Laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Tears of laughter. Would you know my face if I saw you in heaven? (laughs) Tears of laughter because you fall out of a window. (laughs) That's great stuff, Haynes. I like that one a lot. And I would announce that death like, oh, terrible. And now a man named uh, Bob Toledo up there in Montana has written this song. <laughs> Shooting up it's the called charts. called Tears of Laughter. And I mean, folks, it is going crazy right now. It's about his Tenth son. Tenth week in a row. Our guy, Dick Toledo, fell out of a window. <laughs> oh, God. All right, did you pick one? I have picked nothing. Uh, I don't know who Ronnie is. I don't know. For Ronnie's B Day. Maybe there's a guy called in, that Ronnie. Info. Oh, that okay. guy, the guy from the Suns game. So, oh, yeah, Ronnie yeah. Sears. That's Aha. the dude. He ca- oh, he called up for his birthday. That's right. Sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> Brett told me that before he left. I just forgot. The Suns game. I met him at the Suns game. He's a Suns game guy. Okay. Uh, which one did he want? Uh, Deftones Ceremony, apparently. Oh, he's one of the Deftones for a while. I think we played it for him once already. I think we did, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's enough of you, Ronnie. Happy birthday, though. Yeah. How about uh, a little smack my bitch up, just because it's good. Slaps are common right now. Everybody's going slap happy and goofy and time of their life with the the Will Smith thing. Yeah. Hitch has now turned into a meme that says hits like a bitch. Uh, Do you think they'll take it away, the Oscar? Uh, No. 
I don't. Um, I yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with them at this point. They, they they did a bad job of managing that whole thing. I don't know what they're going to do. I think. Oh well, obviously, they just wanted it to all just go away. Ignore it because, you know, people, it's funny, uh, you talk to a couple people that were actually in their, you know, live at the actual presentation. They're like, it was just weird. Like 10 minutes later, nothing happened. Everything's, they're trying to act like it's normal. Just keep the train moving. Live TV. Ask Tom Brenneman. (laughs) It's live TV. What do I do next? Talk through this inning. We're going to take your headphones away. I don't know. But the, uh, the argument of if that was a makeup lady that went up and smacked Chris Rock. If it was Jesse Plemons, who's a name but not a big name, if it was any, it's like there's like three people that could have walked up and done that. And I think it's because the Academy knew that Will Smith was going to win, so we can't kick him out. It's going to be awkward. The director from Drive My Car, I mean that whole cast <laughs> right. that happened. What was that? <laughs> no idea. Some of those things. Like, I don't know what any of it. What's Tick Tick Boom? Pizza licorice. Oh, what that is? Licorice oh, licorice pizza. pizza's a that one's not. That's Wes Anderson, I think. Yeah. Or oh, no. Or Paul Thompson. Yeah. Paul Anderson. Thompson. Anderson. I don't know. That's right. That one I at least had heard of. Some of those movies, I'm like, the only reason I knew about that Coda movie about deaf people is because that dude's from Mesa. Right. And Channel Three wouldn't shut up about it. Tara Hitchcock was like. I don't know what she was going to do. I, I, I guarantee you this, though. That guy from Mesa that won the Academy Award was thrilled to be deaf because all Tara Hitchcock did was talk to him. Once she found out you know, he's from Mesa, she kept having him on over and over, bothering the guy. Like, I can't hear you. That would be the best. I can't go. I wouldn't talk to her anymore. That girl was all over him. We have to be a little. The, the city is too big to be this cow town about a celebrity that pops out of it. We lose our minds over that stuff. We got to. I don't know out. if it's any more than a. It is. A, yeah. Oh, it is. San Diego doesn't even do it. They'll say like, "Hey, that's good." Ohio's bad about it. You guys scream "Ohio boy" about anybody who set foot in yeah. there. And some places do it, but like, we, we're we're a bigger city than that. Like Vegas even gets excited about Imagine Dragons. Like, oh, it's Vegas's own, but at least they claim it. Indiana, they'll acknowledge he's an actor, and he played basketball. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> when I lived in Morgantown, West Virginia, you couldn't go two feet without Don Knotts being mentioned by somebody because Don Knotts was here. Oh, okay. Calm down, Morgantown. <laughs> it's all right that Don Knotts is from here, but we get weird about that stuff. Oh, he mentioned Mesa. I'm like, we're a big city. Mesa gets mentioned. But it doesn't happen that often. No, I know. And that's a problem for a yeah. big city. We don't have many famous people. <laughs> we need some more like good ones. The deaf guy from Mesa, that's unique. And he brought up his hometown of Mesa. He went to Westwood, evidently. I asked yesterday. I'm like, he went to Westwood High School. Before that, it was the guy from Apache Junction interviewed on the news. Well, yeah. famous. <laughs> right. Well, that guy was just famous for us. I loved him. <laughs> the deaf guy on the news, he should have won an award. And was that him? Was that the guy from CODA? I, I don't I, know. I don't remember what he looks like. No, I don't no? think so. All right. Just checking. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a thing? It's the same dude. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, anyway, this is the end of the smacking uh, talk, though. Smack My Bitch Up by Prodigy uh, from the star of Hitch. I'd like to see him cover this song. Did you see Will Smith dancing and singing his own music? Holding the Oscar. Yeah, holding the Oscar and singing Getting Jiggy With It. Yeah. Which is uh, more celebration of himself. He's a classic narcissist. There's something wrong with him right now. Uh, but he, he made history, and uh, we get to still chatter about it. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 
You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.